Hi there. Pastor Brian here with Cell Life Church. Um, we wanted to take uh, some time today, instead of doing one of our normal webcasts, and we kind of wanted to share uh, just an, an unscripted encouragement from me to you. And so that's what we're going to do today. Um, it's just going to be a few minutes. Thanks for spending a few minutes with me. And I uh, just want to share some things that have been going on around, around the world, um, how we're facing them, great ways that God is moving in the world, and, uh, and, and I want to encourage you. So, so let's, let's get right to it. You know, Cell Life Church Live, usually Kelly's with me. She's, she's not here with me today because um, I just wanted this personal time, just, just me and you. Um, Cell Life Church Live has been meant to be a method to spread an encouraging word uh, around the world and all of our affiliated um, cell sites and home churches and ministries and church groups and even large churches that affiliate with us sometimes use these as conversation starters. Some of them use them as Bible studies. Some of them use them as Sunday morning or Sunday evening messages. Some just uh, spread them out to their people for their people to, to do for, for midweek things. All of that is great. Our whole intention with Cell Life Church Live has just been a way to keep the whole body of the church um, together under one banner, so to speak, and to encourage you uh, from the word. And so that's why we do Cell Life Church Live. It's just about always scripted. It's always kind of funny when you watch because sometimes Kelly and I will kind of flub the line or something that's uh, that's been written. Um, we do write all the messages, but uh, you know sometimes it doesn't come out quite the way we planned. But that's why we do Cell Life Church Live. Cell Life Church internationally, whether you are part of Cell Life Church in the USA, part of Cell Life Church in Pakistan, part of Cell Life Church in Kenya, or Cell Life Church in Zambia. We have other places that are starting to explore officially joining us, like in Malawi, and uh, in Burma, and, or Myanmar, uh, places like that. We have groups, uh, unofficial groups, in the UK, and in Canada, and in Indonesia, and in the Philippines. How you connect with us is entirely up to you. And our whole thought process has been one of unity. When the Lord impressed upon Kelly and I to start Cell Life Church uh, eight years ago, one of the things that we realized was people needed to be more encouraged than anything else. They needed to be encouraged to follow Jesus Christ. They needed to be encouraged to focus on Jesus Christ. Not worry about the stuff of the day, not worry about the condemnation of the world, not worry about the judgment that goes on, not worry about any of those things. Just focus on Jesus by spending time in his word, spending time in prayer, and spending time with God's people. Spending time with God's people is not always possible. So we bring you this webcast each week. It continues to amaze me the reach that this webcast has. Right now, the world is in a crazy, crazy place. We are facing all kinds of, of weird things, uh, things we never dreamt of, of facing, things that we only read about as we read our Bibles. We 
shared a message here a couple months ago about is is this the end times? I forget the exact title, but uh, it was basically are are we in the end times? And I encourage you to go back and watch that. We don't know. Now there are many people that are going to tell you that yes, we are in the end times. We may be, but I will tell you. Jesus tells us in Matthew that no one knows the day of the hour, only the Father. Even Jesus doesn't know when that last day is going to be. He doesn't know until the Father sends him to call us all home to him. So our job is to be prepared. And our job is to love people and to encourage people. You know, there's a, there are a few verses that as you go through our videos, if you look at the transcripts on the website, things like that, we refer back to a couple of verses often. Uh, and probably the most important is John 3.16, but we always continue with John 3.17. And I want to make sure that, that we read that um, together today um, correctly. And it's very important um, to understand because... John 3, 16 and 17 is exactly why Jesus came and why we need to focus on Jesus and not what we can do, not what we can do in our own power, but we need to focus on Jesus. John chapter 3, verses 16 and 17 say, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And then verse 17 for God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. You see, friends, God didn't send Jesus to condemn the world. That's what everybody was expecting. That's what we expect. You know, we are our own biggest critics. I know I'm my own biggest critic. And I am very quick to point out when I do something dumb or if I do something wrong. I beat myself up uh, far more than anybody else does. And I need to stop doing that. And you know what? You need to stop doing that too. Uh, we can't condemn ourselves. We can't condemn others. Jesus didn't come to condemn. If we are to be emulating Jesus, why are we condemning others? Why are we condemning ourselves? All we can do, all we can do is be Jesus to this lost and dying world. All you and I can do is encourage other people to follow Jesus, to point to Jesus ourselves in everything we say and do. Uh, the Christian recording artist, Toby Mac, has a, has a great song. Uh, and one of the lyrics in the song says, let everything I say point to you. Um, I don't want anything I say to, to be about me, is, is what he's trying to say there. He wants everything to point to Jesus, everything he does. And so, friends, I want to encourage you today, as you go throughout your, your day, as you face these crazy things in this world, whether it be the COVID-19 pandemic or flooding, or famine, you're hungry, uh, you don't have food, you don't have water, uh, you might not have a roof over your head, whatever it is, maybe you've got a boss or a coworker or a family member who is just picking at you and picking at you and picking at you and knocking at you and knocking at you and, and uh, berating you and judging you and all those things. Focus on Jesus. Don't focus on them. 
Focus on Jesus and continue to be Jesus to that person. Continue to continue to show the love of Christ because that's what the power of the Holy Spirit gives us. You know, when, when Paul writes to Timothy um, and, and tells him, I did not give you a spirit of timidity, but a spirit of power and a spirit of self-control. I encourage you right now, don't blow up at others. Don't target others. Just because they don't agree with you doesn't mean they're any less of God's children. God has created us all, whether people want to acknowledge that or not. He has created us all, and it is our job as followers of Jesus to be an example of what life is like in Jesus and to be patient with others and to continue to point to Jesus. So I encourage you to do that. Uh, I encourage you to always be encouraging. I'm saying encourage a lot, but I do. I encourage you to always be encouraging. Don't tear people down. There's no reason for it. When you look at Jesus and Jesus's interaction with people, he never tore anyone down. The only people he even pointed a finger at, so to speak, the only people he called to task were the religious leaders, the Pharisees. He called them to task. And everyone else he had compassion for, he loved, he sat, he listened. He broke rules to sit and listen. He crossed social norms. He crossed legal norms. He crossed everything just for one let alone whole groups of people. And so I want to encourage you to encourage others. Don't berate anyone. Don't put anyone down. Don't attack anyone. And don't enter into those arguments. Right now, here in America, it's an election year. It's a, it's a big election year, uh, presidential election year. And oh my goodness, the politics are over the top. And you, if you're on social media at all, Facebook or Twitter, it's just crazy. And I'll tell you, I find it hard sometimes not to respond. Uh, what I see is disheartening. What I see is crazy sometimes in my mind. Yet what I have to do is take a step back and ask, how would Jesus respond to this? Would Jesus respond to this? Would he even spend the time to respond to this latest comment, this latest story, this latest whatever? Would Jesus even take the time to respond? And if he would, Lord, please give me the words that you would respond with. Not my words, but your words. So friends, encourage one another. Be an encouragement to one another. Point people to Jesus and don't be baited into conversations or arguments or debates that Jesus would never enter into. We love you. Uh, we truly do. We thank you for being a part of Cell Life Church. Um, and if you're not a part of Cell Life Church, if you go to our website, www.celllifechurch.org, um, there's a link there that says join us and all the different ways that you can connect with us and join us. Um, we thank you for your support that you've given. Um, not only to us, but to all of our ministries around the world. Uh, most recently, the, the flooding in Pakistan and uh, feeding the, the brick kiln workers, uh, but also the, all the medical camps and, and clean water initiatives in Kenya and the sanitation issues uh, and food in Zambia. Uh, we thank you so much for helping us with that. And we continue to covet your prayers 
and ask for your donations. 100% of what you give goes to those ministries. We don't keep any of it at all. So sign up for our email newsletter, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And whatever you do, share, 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 and most importantly, be the church. God bless. Bye-bye.